The Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. And now, here are your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Well, hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to episode 89. 89. Of the Worship Ministry Are Catalyst you out of podcast. your mind? Uh, we do have listeners now joining us from ministrymatters.com. Woohoo! So thanks for coming and listening. Thank you. Um, we're a worship ministry podcast to a couple of worship guys that like to get together and talk about worship. Yeah. Hopefully share something that might be helpful or encouraging to you. So... Um, We'd like to hear from you. Always. So you can go to worshipministrycatalyst.com and uh, there's a contact form if you want to get in touch with us or you can send an email to david at worshipministrycatalyst.com or, or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Watch the spelling for Catalyst. <laughs> I always forget how to spell Catalyst. That's, that's the only reason I say it. Cat. Uh, K-A- K-A-T. With a like Franz. Franz um, List. You can like us on Facebook. Yes. And you can follow us on Twitter. Twitter. So there's our tweet tweet there's it our up. information. You know the the new thing that that um I, I know you're into reality shows, as am I. You know the new thing where like the host tweets during the the show, you know, it's like like follow follow Jeff Probe's live tweet right now, you know, or whatever. Like everyone's really. doing it. Oh, oh geez. Come on, David. <laughs> but I've I have heard about Ryan doing that on America. I've heard about it. I haven't actually read or followed him yeah. to see what he's tweeting. I I hear about it all the time. You know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of reality TV and, you know, make fun of me if you want. People make fun of me. That's okay. But, you know, I, I like Amazing I'm a fan Race. Of some reality TV. I like Amazing Race. I like Apprentice. I like Survivor. Um, it has to be a good, uh, like, my wife really loves reality TV and she likes all the cooking shows and, uh, like, you know, almost any reality TV show, basically. Anything real. I can only handle some of them now. You know, I'm kind of out, outdone myself in reality. Well, I, I'm okay with Survivor sometimes. Like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll sit there and, you know, goof around on the computer or something while it's on. Or Amazing Race, I'm kind of losing my taste oh, for. Oh, that's like my favorite. I'm still okay with American Idol. Yeah. But it's a music show, so I'm right. okay with that. I, although I do like it less this year than I did last year because of, uh, well, the judges and the band. I don't think the band has been nearly as good this year. Oh, see, I, I don't really ever pay attention to... See, they had, um, what's his face last year? Jeff Miner, I think, or mm. Randy Miner or something like that. Some... But he went to uh, Jay Leno when oh. Jay Leno came back on NBC. <laughs> That's great. Because... He got poached. Eubanks or Michael, whatever his name was. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Eubanks. Eubanks. Come on, that's that's my name. <laughs> well, but that, I knew a Michael Eubanks in high school. Oh, so, sure. But um, sure. He, uh, so he left for whatever reason, and so they had to find a new person, and so they took... They poached Ricky him. Minor. That's Ricky it. Ricky Minor. Ricky Minor. So now he's doing the Tonight Show band. That's sweet. 
but but he was like he was a good musician. He was an excellent he's a bass player, but an excellent musician. And the you know the band and when they had an orchestra and stuff was always excellent. This year it's been. It's good. Like it's you know way better than anything we could do. Obviously in a church. <laughs> well, I know. See, that's what you're saying. You're you're talking about the band like not being good, and I'm like, hey, I'll take the American Idol band on a Sunday. Too, but it's Come not on. at the same caliber that it has been up until now. Uh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Know, they were and they were they kind of gradually gotten better and better and better and increased in quality and stuff like so that. So speaking of speaking of of musical reality shows, have you watched The Voice? Which I watched is, one episode, which is the, the new yeah. NBC. It's like their version of American Idol. I guess yeah. I watched the first episode too. What What are your thoughts? I mean, because you like sing, like you're into the sing off. Mm-hmm. You You like these singing competition shows. I, I know that's your. I thing. like the sing off though for a different reason because it's I coral. Like, yeah. Do you like Glee? Do you watch Glee? We just started actually. We just on Netflix went through the first season and uh, ended up liking it. Okay, because I, I know I know you like the choral stuff. I know you like the the vocal stuff. I know you like vocal competition. Mm-hmm. Tell me honest opinion. What do you think of the voice? I'm not, the, I'm the not a fan of the voice so far. Really? Only because like because the it's the singers aren't as good. Like they're they're mediocre compared to the talent that's on American Idol. <laughs> You know well, what I mean? Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, it's a lot rougher talent than yeah, what. Yeah, I, I think it's a different kind of talent because American Idol is really like the 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 teen pop type type of sound. You know, like, uh, I mean, they're they're going for the certain age group, and it's a, a very pop, you know, popular contemporary sound. Well, and it, I know it's early in the competition, but like they've already been screened up to a point. Sure. But there's still a lot of pitchiness going on with sure. the vocalists. Um, that I'll heard. tell you what I like about the voice. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I'm not a huge fan of, of American Idol either. So, uh, I mean, I watch casually American Idol, and uh, but with the voice, what I like about it is you actually have it's not just judges. You have people. These guys are are like coaches or whatever. I do like that. Like like they take them on their team, and obviously, you know, obviously we're early into the season, but supposedly as the season unfolds, these coaches will like help train them. And, you know, try to get them mm-hmm. into the top field or category or however it works. And yeah, I'm like, that, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Like to be coached by, you know, uh, Christina Aguilera or to be coached by, uh, you know, Adam, whatever his name is from Maroon 5 or CeeLo mm-hmm. Green. I mean, mm-hmm. like, that's cool. I, yeah. I would love that. Yeah. That aspect of it, I like. I, that's unique. And uh, well, I don't know. I guess I like that they're they're listening blind. The blind auditions. Because you do have to you have to impress with your voice. It's true. And it has less to do with your appearance, which I think is a good thing. Um because look at artists. You know, look at musical artists through through the last century. It's only in the last, you know, few years that most of them had to be, you know, good looking. Yeah. Because if you look back at you, even when they bring on these, you know, these artists from the 70s onto American Idol, you look at them like, you're like, man, that that is one ugly lady. You know what I mean? <laughs> like she is not good looking, but she's, you know, she had like 500, you know, number one songs yeah. and like blah, blah, Speaking blah. Speaking of which, uh, one of the times I was watching American Idol, uh, it was three or four weeks ago. I think it's the results show and they, they brought on an artist cause they often do that during the results show mm-hmm. to try to fill up an hour of time, uh, which I just think is hilarious. 
uh, you yeah, know, I still think you get rid of that whole show and just put it on the next week. Yeah, but you know, the advertisers obviously and Fox obviously loves oh, the yeah. fact that they're yeah. getting millions of dollars from advertising, so they'll keep doing. It, I'm sure. But oh, yeah. point I'm making, they had some guy in there. I don't even know who he was. Some old dude who like took his shirt off, um, <laughs> like like he didn't have a shirt on while he was singing, and it was just like the grossest thing I ever seen. <laughs> but apparently, the guy's like a legend, and th- and that's the that's the point yeah. I think we're making yeah. that that. You you can be a great singer and end up being the, this huge, you know, uh, singing sensation and not have to necessarily look good. It's only been in the last like five or 10 years where, right. where you have to be all like beautiful and glamorous and whatever else. So I like that about the voice. There you go. There's, it's not as much about your physical appearance. There you go. But then I mean, look, Ruben stuttered one. Ruben, he was a big dude. Yeah. And, but he had a great voice. And so anyway, I don't know. But like the reality show, the like you know, sing you know like a reality singing show versus Glee, like, and this this could be a really long explanation, <laughs> and it's only because I've been thinking about it a lot lately. But but I'm I'm really starting to appreciate more and more art, um, in the sense of of somebody who works really hard on something. And you come up with a really great finished product that's been through like a really long process of re- you know refinery or refinement or whatever you okay. want to say. Like I'm really I've been thinking about that. You know, like well, when you and I write a song, we don't we don't just you know throw a song out in 15 minutes and call it good. We put it in the greenhouse. Remember yeah, Paul yeah, Balash? We put it in the greenhouse, or we'll work on it for weeks or months. Paul Balash, you know, years even. God songs. We'll work on it. We'll come back to it. We'll fix this or that. We'll come back to it. We'll fix this or that. And you know, when it comes out, you know, we've actually worked on it for a decent amount of time. Right. So, like, so when you apply that to TV, mm. you've got reality TV, which has very little writing. It's it's you know it's based largely on what's going on on you know. Uh, with people's personalities and if you have somebody that can you know draw something out of someone else and stuff like that and it's all you know spur of the moment unrehearsed unprepared for yep. the most part i yep. know they do some rehearsal and preparation on those shows but um but then you take a sh- you get a show like lost or 24 or some drama yeah you know and like there's a very a very you know detailed you know, artistic approach to the whole thing. Lots you know. of production. Yeah. And so like, I, I just, I like, I don't think they should be compared and I don't think we should throw out this, all this, all the artistic stuff, all the good stuff, all the well-written stuff for reality TV. Yeah. I, mean, I hear what you're saying. I like some reality TV. I watched some of it, but I, I just think, I don't think we need, I think we need to not lose well, like a movie, you know, you sit down and get, you know, you know, captured by a movie. Yeah. But, but reality TV, you know, like you don't get captured by yeah. it. You, you get invested in the characters and you want, you know, so-and-so to win by the end of the season. Right. So there's some, but you aren't immersed. It. Yeah. It's not the same the as story. Like, I hear it. I hear it's it. It's like, it's not like a movie where you use like, you just can't pull yourself away from yeah. it. You know, or like when you're watching lost or something on demand or like through Netflix, like, Oh, just one more episode. Oh, just one more episode. Oh, just one more episode. You know, with like, right. With, you want to see the, yeah. the next one. So anyway, that's a little rant. Yeah. But, well that, yeah, that's great. Well, Hey, we do, we do more than watch TV. Uh, we also, not much. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we also, uh, we also do uh, music and worship at our churches. And, uh, we recently had Easter, Easter Sunday. Easter and he is risen 
he is risen indeed, uh, which is exciting. So let's talk about Easter, yeah? Yeah, so uh, Easter happened. It did. Christ arose. Yep. And and our Easter services happened. They are in the past. Yes. There's no going back to fix anything. And whatever happened happened. Now we Case work hurrah, hurrah. on next year's Easter. But um just, you want me to just say what we did? Sure. So we one thing that I liked that we did this year that I've been that I've kind of been gradually working our band towards is playing with loops. Wow. So we had three songs that we played with a loop. And you guys are cool. You, well, you, you guys are you guys are the, like cool now, but like because that's what makes you. It's actually I think once you get people used to playing with a metronome and a click track, I think you can actually do things easier with a loop than you can like just and uh, trusting that people are going to know the right thing to do. Because what I do on a loop is I'll do a left and a right, so we'll have the loop on one side for the sound guy, but then the other side we have the click track, and I go in and I record prompts. For the song, so you actually do prompts yeah, like so, as so part I'll of say, the as part of the click. Yeah, so on the on the click side, everyone has to have the click, and so on the click side, I'll say intro two three four, and you'll go along with the click, and then I'll say bass two three four, and I'll say band two, and like through the whole song, verse, you know, chorus, and wow. bridge, stuff like that. And so if you've got that on, like if you get if you get lost, all you, you just kind of have to wait until the next one, and then you know where to come in. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, like, we have a bass player who's like a space cadet, and he wa- he wants everything written out. He wants every single note that he's supposed to play, but he gets lost a lot. Wow. So, if he, you know, when he gets lost and he's got this in his ear and it says verse, you know, then, oh, verse. You can find his place in that I, measure. I know, I know the yeah. verse. <laughs> and get I know there. where the verse is. Yeah. And so, so we did Happy Day and All Because of Jesus, and we did them back to back, all to a loop. That's great. We did those two songs back to back, too. That's, except, which one did you do first? Happy Day. Uh, so we did All Because of Jesus first. It's funny, because we, we didn't like collaborate at all yeah. on Easter, but we ended up doing the same. Were those your opening songs? Mm-hmm. Those were our opening songs. Well, I opened with Happy Day, because it starts with, with that, that first the verse. The greatest so day good. in history. Yeah, yeah. To start an Easter Death service. has beaten, you have rescued me, totally. Singing out, yeah, Jesus so. is alive that's why we started with that one then we we did a quick welcome prayer and then um all or um all the earth will sing your praises paul Balash, right yeah paul Balash. we did the kind of travis cottrell or cottrell version of it with the Uh, key change in the towards the end yeah where it goes up from e to f Ooh. I hate those so. half-step key changes. <laughs> but it only works, though, from E to F. You know, it's, it's okay if it's from E to F. When it's from G to A flat, I hate it. Or like... A to B flat. Yeah. yeah. E to F, you know, those are pretty standard keys. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. Um, then we had... Uh, Bob came up and did a sermon intro, like a 12 or 13 minutes set up for the sermon. And then we did... we We... This Easter focus was on famous last words. We we're talking famous about famous last words. Yeah, we ended up talking like, about the last words of Christ. Ah, uh, and so um, after he set up the the sermon, then um, Pastor Bill came up and read through in context some of the last words of Christ on the cross and stuff. Hmm. So yeah, did that, and then we did the wonderful cross. We did another section. Then we did um, beautiful of blood fee, and then it was you know fellowship and greeting. Um, the sermon after that, and then we closed with Jeremy Riddle, Christ is Risen, and uh, New Life Worship, My Savior Lives, which we also played to a loop. Ah. So. So you're, you're kind of up-tempo 
songs you you looped uh yeah yeah three out of the five up tempo we did to a loop okay right so that's kind of exciting so do you do you create the loop yourself no i buy them from praisecharts.com wow for like four dollars four bucks yeah for a loop yeah is it is it just a drum loop or does it have like instrumental stuff too or well they have both like they have well on the they call it a click track i think but the click track has a click track on one side and then loopy stuff like synth stuff and this one had a little bit of guitar stuff on it like rhythm guitar um so if you, you know if you didn't have a rhythm guitar just had a lead then you could still get some of that in there yeah um but they have, I, th- I think they call it a rhythm track or something. It's got the whole rhythm section, the whole band, basically. Wow. So, like, if you if you are a worship leader by yourself and you just have an acoustic guitar, just a piano, you could you could go buy a loop from praisecharts.com as long as you can hear the click track in your ears right. and you can play with a whole band. Wow. Yeah. But are you forced into the key like that? They in? have two keys, usually. Okay. Like, they'll do the original key and usually a step lower. Okay. Huh. So yeah, that's cool. So they're it's really cool. You should put that four in, bucks. Yeah, you should put that in the notes for yeah. the uh, the episode because that's that's a cool mm-hmm. resource. Praisecharts dot com. Yep. And and you can buy lead sheets. Like when I do that, when I'm when we're playing with a loop, I'll also buy like the vocal lead sheet, and, um, because then you know you've got measure for measure exactly what's going on in the loop. Okay. So you can follow and make sure you're going to end it in the right place. At the right spot. Yeah. Instead of halfway through the bridge. <laughs> you're like, oh, that sounded weird. Yeah. So we did have one, one service. It was our first service on Saturday night where the vocalist hadn't prepared enough that was leading the song. And she added in two measures after the chorus before the second verse. Wow. On the last song Whoops. where we're using a loop. <laughs> so it was like, Okay, I got to figure out a place to stop this without it sounding weird. <laughs> yeah. So, so what do you do there? Like, I, if, just, I just stop it on the downbeat. Like, so are you controlling? Yeah, the, it's, uh, all, it's the just loop? on my iPod. So you just hit the. Yeah. Wow. So you have your iPod, and then you just have that plugged into the the system, and you just hit play. Yeah, there's uh, Ableton Live. I don't know if you've heard of it, but no. like it, it gives you way more flexibility in using loops live. So like if I had had Ableton up there on a laptop, then, you know, then I could, you can assign buttons and stuff for verse and chorus and whatnot. So if she, you know, if she were to do that, then all I'd have to do is, you know, hit the verse and we'd be good to go when she started the verse or like, or even I could just, you know, stop it until we get to the chorus and then I could hit the chorus button and we'd be back on track. Wow. So it's, it it gives you a lot more flexibility, but it's also like eight or $900 plus you have to have a good laptop that'll run it. Wow. But the good thing about that, and I know I'm talking a lot about it, but um, (laughs) you can also, you can use a real, like a nice um, audio card, like, you know, a recording audio card that has a bunch of outputs more than just two. So you can do a click track and you can, then you can do a whole bunch. You can split up all your instruments into you know, as many outputs as you have. So if you had eight outputs, you could split and you'll have your, have, you know, your drums, your bass, your electric guitar, synth loops, you know, you could split them all out into a different channel and, and then you can actually guy, control the, yeah, can actually mix it. So as to opposed house. to just turning the entire loop up or down, you can mm-hmm. actually mix what the yeah. different, wow. 
That's so, ridiculous. Yeah. So, so that so that's like way more high tech than anything <laughs> that we do at Laurelwood. Um, well, we, we didn't do that. That's more high tech than anything we do. Too, yeah, so. but we we don't use loops but at one all. One more thing about <laughs> Ableton, and then I'll I'll stop talking. Okay. But it's cool for uh, for guitarists and uh, keyboard players and stuff who you can actually use it to sync up effects and stuff or to like even ha- you're supposed to even be able to i think have it call up an effect or a preset wow like on on your keyboard or on your on your guitar pedal if you have one of those fancy guitar pedals mm-hmm. and so we had a band come to our church that was doing that and so you know he would just start the song and everyone's all the keyboard and guitar stuff would go to the right stuff you know to the right settings wow just just by pressing yeah. the and so you don't have to then you don't have to worry about you know everyone getting to the right page it's all there or if you're playing keyboard you don't have to get to the right sound it just calls it it's up amazing yeah. like absolutely amazing what what you can do with technology to enhance music yeah. like i mean i i totally feel out of my league i feel I, out, I feel out of my when you start talking <laughs> about stuff like that because like so yeah so we we don't use loops or anything cool you know we're we're I think you can even output We're video. Yeah. So like you could, if you're playing with a loop, you could output video that was synced up with the, with the loop. Wow. So you just get rid of your media shout guy altogether or whatever. Just, yeah. <laughs> well, that that's what a lot of bands do during yeah. concerts. You know, like if you go to any, you know, really, you know, like big type concert, you know, usually they'll have like a video package that goes right. with their song. That they, don't, fits. they don't have a guy back there running lyrics. Right. Right. A video person running videos. That- it, yeah, it, it, it all kind of fits together, which yeah. I'm assuming is probably part of what you're saying. So anyways, well, Laurel, yeah, Laurelwood, uh, we, we, as I mentioned, uh, did a couple of the exact same songs. Uh, apparently, we were tracking on the same wavelength there. So we started with All Because of Jesus, and then we went into Happy Day back to back. Because, I mean, they're similar tempo, same, same key. key. Yeah, exactly. Although we, we keyed both of ours down to the key of A, uh, cause they're in C, you know, mm-hmm. um, which, which just is a little too high. Like, you know, to, I, I think to, to have everyone singing, you know, Oh, happy day, happy day. You we know, left them in C, but that's because I figure most of the people there aren't going to know the songs anyway. <laughs> you know, if they're visitors, they're not going to know the songs. They're not yeah. going to try and sing along. So usually, they can just, so they can just, they can just listen, listen and enjoy it. <laughs> listen and enjoy it. Um, so we, we brought ours down to the key of A, um, and all because of Jesus, Oh Happy Day, or Happy Day, Tim Hughes. Uh, then we did a couple hymns, Joyful, Joyful, uh, Christ the Lord is Risen Today. Yes, yes. And uh, uh, then we did this this Matt Marr song. I, I've, uh, I've really appreciated some of the stuff that Ma- Matt Marr has come out with. And, you know, I've known Matt Marr for a while, like uh, Your Grace is Enough. You know, probably that's his most famous song. Everyone knows that because Chris, mm-hmm. Chris Tomlin covered it made it famous ruined it, ruined it. yeah <laughs> yeah he, he he changed some things he took, a, he took a fair amount of content out of the verses he uh, he took some artistic liberty yeah. uh <laughs> but he didn't make it famous mm-hmm. uh so matt well, and he made matt famous he made matt mar famous yeah. yes but i i really appreciate matt mar and he has a song called alive again which is actually the name of his album great cd if you don't have it go buy it i haven't heard that song uh great song i've heard the Crisis, crisis, risen, Crisis risen, not, not alive again. Yeah, it's totally, it's totally like a, 
like a, a Coldplay Clocks type type of song. Like it's kind of a rip off of that, but it's so cool. Like it works for the song. You know, it's got that shaka come shaka come shaka shaka. You know, dotted quarter. Thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but it's really really cool and perfect for the song. So what we did, uh, we did that song as a special. And I actually, um, we, we've, uh, we've recorded uh, all the baptisms that we've had over this last year. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I put all those baptisms together on a video. I, I didn't do it, actually. I had Steve Lance do mm-hmm. it. Um, he's one of our video guys. So he put together uh, kind of all these different images of, of uh, um, this last year. We had, we had 18 baptisms this last year. Cool. And so, so he put together the, all these images, just one after another of these people being baptized. So like in a slow motion. So mm-hmm. like half speed, you know, so you see them go down, you see them come back up, down, back up, and, and you're just seeing like one baptism after another. And, and then while that video was going, we're playing the song alive again. And the whole song is about being alive again, mm-hmm. you know, and it was, it was this beautiful, cool. beautiful picture. Uh, just, you know, seeing like the, the images of the baptism, hearing the, you know, the words of the song. I thought you said you weren't creative. Well, I, you know, I, every, every now and then I have a stroke, <laughs> I have a stroke of, uh, brilliance, but, but yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I think that was probably that was probably the thing I worked the hardest on. So um, it, I think there was a good a good payoff. Most of the comments I heard after service, people talking about that that video mm-hmm. and like you know, I mean, my my parents even came to to church uh, at Laurelwood on Sunday, and and my mom was like, "Oh, that was the coolest thing." She's like, "I've never I've never seen that done before." And so you know, I was like, "All right," like cool. it, made, it made me feel yeah. good. You know, that's good. So after that was over, um, I'd have to use that idea. It was yeah. It was it was really powerful. I mean, people were like literally crying. You know, we we turned off all the lights, so we just had like uh, we just had um, the stage lights really low. Uh, I, I had to go buy a little clip lights, you know, for for everyone. Um, so <laughs> funny, quick story. By yeah. the way, at our Thursday night service, we I can't remember what it's called. Like if it's called Tenebrae or something like that. But it, you you bring the lights down through the whole service until you're basically in the dark. Oh at the yeah, end so of the it's service. getting it's getting lower and lower. Well, and so. <laughs> I only had one guy with a light and you know, we were pretty much in the dark up on stage and the acoustic was supposed to start the last two songs. I can't see, but he couldn't see (laughs) to to know what chords you're supposed to play. (laughs) So he looked, he looked over me and gave me this, you know, this eye signal where he puts two two fingers to his eyes and like, can't see. (laughs) Tell me, okay. So I ended up having to start. (laughs) I probably should have brought out some more lights. Yeah. 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 So yeah, luckily I, I thought of that ahead of time and went out and bought some led clip lights for the stands. So yeah, brought the lights down is very powerful. People were crying. I think, I think it, 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 it was very moving. Um, so after that was over, uh, we, we had just kind of a, a welcome time. Um, Mike shared a few things, um, about, about the, the service and blah, blah, blah. And then he went to the offering, prayed for the offering during the offering. We did another special song. So, uh, we, we ended up doing three or four special songs. This is our second one. And, and this was another kind of creative idea I had. So I had a couple, I, I say, I say them for Good Easter. Job. Apparently yeah. there, there's this art group that meets at our church Thursday night. It's, it's a, a bunch of college students, uh, from Laurelwood and some other churches. And they meet here Thursday. I was talking to Josh, the, the guy who kind of heads it up. And I said, cousin in law. That's right. Josh, yeah. that's the mm-hmm. I totally forgot that you know him. Yep. Wow. That's right. Cause he's Becky's, uh, he's Becky's mother's sister's son, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Small world. After all. After all. Don't sing it though, because it'll be in our heads no, for the rest of the day. Okay, I'll stop. I'll and stop. And everyone listening. I'll stop. So, so Josh, <laughs> see, there you go. <laughs> so Josh, Josh kind of leads his group up and just a really, really neat group of, you know, of these college students who love art and, and not, not just painting, but, you know, photography and poetry. And they do a lot of stuff. And I talked to him, I said, Josh, you know, uh, we have this song we're doing, Christ is Risen, not the Jeremy Riddle one, but the Matt Marr one. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, uh, I said, we're doing this Christ, Christ is Risen song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got a great little piano hook. Um, uh, and, and so, so I said, dude, I would love for you to kind of come up with some sort of a, 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 an image about Christ's victory over death. Cause that's a lot of what the song deals with. You know, this, this bridge, the, the bridge kind of echoes, um, first Corinthians chapter 15, uh, Oh death, where's your sting? Uh, uh, Oh grave, where's your victory? You know? And, and so, so, um, so he's like, yeah, let me let me talk to some of the 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 artists, and so they got together, and they they came up with this you know this really cool idea. So so um, while the song was going, the, the there's three of them, Josh, Ashley, and Emily, and they all just started like painting this image, and and the cool thing was the whole time it was on its side, so no one like knew what it was, right? So they're painting this, and, and they're they're adding purples and yellows and blacks, and 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 uh, it ended up going almost all the way through Mike's message after, after the crisis risen song, Mike got up and, and preached his message. And, you know, it took about 25 minutes for the three of them to paint this. And so right as Mike is pretty much concluding his message, they finish it and then they, t- they tip it right side up. And all of a sudden, like you see this beautiful image of this, of this tombstone that's like ripped in half and, and uh, out of the tombstone, there's this yellow sash with the words victory on the front. And there's this, this wing, this angel's wing coming up over. And, and it, it was just this beautiful picture of Christ's victory cool. over death. So anyway, they did that. Mike finished preaching. And then we, we had, uh, four more songs that we kind of sang together as a church, um, uh, Stuart Townen, um, or Keith Getty, um, whichever one, uh, uh, the power of the cross, kind of a modern day hymn, uh, an older Hill song worthy as a lamb. We did, uh, this Charlie Hall song that, that not very many people know, but should, uh, it's a song called mystery. And it has this, this great chorus, uh, Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. And then, uh, we ended with, with a song that I taught, uh, I, I taught the church this song about a month ago and we've been kind of doing it every Sunday just to, in yeah. anticipation for Easter. And uh, it's a song, uh, Mark Schultz, uh, Matthew West, Love Has Come, kind of a very anthemic you know, declaration. Uh, you know, at, at the end of everything, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that God is love, love has come for us all. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it, it was a really, really powerful service, I think. By the way, I really dig Matthew West as a songwriter. Do you? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I mean, I hadn't really listened to him much until recently. I went and listened to some of his stuff. Yeah, I, I have I have two of his CDs. I don't have his most recent one. I don't have any of his stuff, but I mean... I, I, I like Matt. Yeah, yeah, Matthew West is good. So that's what I did for Easter. That's what you did for Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, I say we... Uh, why don't we save for part two? Uh, part, we'll, yeah. we'll, let's, do a, let's do a part two. And uh, what? Duh. Duh. Like dose? Duh. Like French for two, I think. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, what's what's two in German? Uh, no idea. Uh, was it Eins? Oh. No, it's, it's not. It's like <laughs> Eins, Schwein, Stein, 
vines. Whatever. You put a in there and you yeah, sound like you know what you're talking close about. enough. So let's say for part two, um, kind of, uh, you know, not just what we did, but maybe the preparation that went into it, the response from it, uh, what we've done since it. So, all right. Yep. Sounds good. So, worshipministrycatalyst.com, if you want to get in touch with us. As usual, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, you can email us to davidworshipministrycatalyst.com or, or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash wmcatalyst or facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst. So, yeah, get in touch with us. We'd love to talk to you and we hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Bye.